0: Neo-Japonism. Neo-Japonism.
1: Neo-Japonism. Neo-Japonism. Podcast. All right, let's talk. Let's see how hey, it on? sounds. Hey, yeah. yeah, we're running. Can you control the
0: no? Okay. <laughs> what, what do you want to control? No, Never mind. Okay. Um, so I was talking to Mal all. Yeah. And he said mm-hmm. you met Shoko last night. Yeah. And he before the thing he was like. talking about trying to figure out whether Shokotan was a real otaku or Uh not Uh and like I was thinking how unfair and like what a western prejudice you're coming on with like the idea that she's real like if she says she's an otaku in Japan she's an otaku right?
1: Well here's the thing this was kind of interesting is that when I met her for the first time at Anime Expo all that otaku stuff was way up front like there's a making of of her video shot at Anime Expo and she's doing interviews she's saying like cosplay Daisuke anime Daisuke manga Daisuke
0: mm-hmm.
1: she's really front-loading how otaku she is and last night when we met her she was like well you know I don't really think I'm so otaku I'm just very honest about what I like and what I'm into
0: mm-hmm.
1: and she was didn't really push it beyond that but I actually had a reminder well you know you're drawing manga for like honnin. you do cosplay it's like you're sort of this otaku idol she was I wouldn't say denying it but she definitely wanted to play that down I don't know, maybe because she was at Sony Music HQ and in Ichigaya instead of Right. anime expo in LA but that was a little surprising and the whole article is like for the JT is kind of like hey meet otaku idol Shaka Nakagawa and it's not really going to be that awesome if it's you know hey I'm actually not really as otaku as you think I am which is kind of what she was inching towards trying to articulate but
0: um, it seems like as a strategy to like I mean there's a billion idols right Yeah. I mean she's cute but she's not like knockout that, that wasn't going to do it alone right so she has have some kind of gimmick, and that seemed like a good gimmick. But once you're in the loop here, you don't have to have any gimmicks anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Like, once you're in that loop of talent, you're just in the loop of talent. You're just you're just a talent. You're famous. You don't need any other reason. I don't know, she's 23 years old
1: and it's sort of like very weird because pretty soon we were talking just in spite of ourselves about like Moe, Sundadei, and Kawaii like in a, in a very otaku level conversation so I found it really strange that there was even this attempt to kind of take it down a notch I don't really know why um, a lot
0: of guys are crazy for her
1: at least the American otaku think. I don't know how much of it is just because she's a Japanese girl I and mean, as we all know that's like, you know the most valuable thing the most valuable Commodity in the world, it's a Japanese woman, right? So I don't know how much of it's just that versus the fact that this fantasy of oh here's someone I can watch anime with, someone I can oh yeah I, I don't understand know me yeah I guess so I mean does that work for a lot of people like 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 I like a, a robot a right? You know well, some, yeah. some of those idols are really cute but they have like zero Ayia, personality. You feel
0: like she would just make fun of you or something right? You know like. <laughs> like <laughs> It just doesn't depends your what you're gear. into. I don't know. Um, but it's like, you know, I was... You yeah. went to Kobe collection? Yeah. What is the Kobe collection? For those they of those, did, they the did cheap the, seats. They did the real clothes fashion show before anyone else did. So they did it even before Tokyo Girls Collection. Really? But it's all brands based out of Kobe or Osaka, that okay. region. But this year they really made it. They basically just ripped off Tokyo Girls Collection and tried to do the exact same thing. Which brought in right? a bunch of celebrities and shit. What well, you notice is like most of those models are really mean looking, right? Like yeah. they don't look sympathetic. No, I agree. I agree. And like, and...
1: No, no one smiles. It's like a very harsh, strong...
0: I mean, everyone smiles at that thing. But even when they smile, it's like they're laughing at you. Right? I mean, but you realize like how much guys need like a sympathetic sort of... Well, I think a lot of the otaku idols are supposed to be really
1: accessible and they do a lot of meet and greet and how do I say this? I mean, they're really eager to appeal to whatever your weird niche fetish is. Right if you're into glasses or if you're into that weird space between the, uh, the knee high sock and the skirt you know they can do that for you very accommodating right. I don't know so just, you want them hot or cold but I think we all know that super glam JJ girls are you know a pretty valuable commodity like I said you know but uh, you that's know, top of the line that's like a Mercedes Benz or something
0: right? but I read some article today uh, about how like Japanese guys don't want to date girls anymore because it's just too much of a pain in yeah, ass yeah I've heard that and it's just like and, and when you read it you're kind of like well, Is this was no, this YY? No, what was no, it was it a reputable news source? It was on like ETI News, it was on the like, Nii Channel. Was it NHK World? The point is, like... No, I don't think so. But uh, the point is, like... I don't even know how true that is. But you just see article after article about people being like, this is too much like a pain in the ass. I don't want to do it. I don't want to drink. I don't want to smoke. I don't want to date girls. I don't want to go to soapland, I don't want to do any of these things because it's it's a pain in the ass. Does that equal too much money, do you think, on some level? On some level, maybe. But, like, it's just this weird generational thing right now that everyone's just, like... Sexless? Not horny? That, too. But, like... Just completely lacking the will to do anything. Okay.
1: Um, I was thinking about this that um, everyone I'm talking to seems to understand that it's now a global market for Japanese pop culture. But the problem is now there seems to be a lack of creativity over here, of creating something new, going in a new direction. Who's this? Uh, I can't name any names of people in media industry. No Japanese? Yeah. Uh, saying so, they didn't say like I'm have personally having a problem getting up. They're not saying that. They're saying that is kind of the sense is that. Do I get any credit for? Sure? Having said
0: that, four
1: years ago, <laughs> probably not. The right? stage has been set. You know, the lights are dimmed. Everyone's waiting to see what Japan's going to do next, and they're yeah, kind I mean, of scared. They have that, performance anxiety. That was my. And you can get that just from walking around Shibuya, looking at girls in big
0: sunglasses. You know, dressed. You know, wearing big knee-high boots, right? But that was my thing when I when I started blogging in 2004. Or whatever, it was just like, great, Japan, cool. Everyone's paying attention to Japan. If we're trying to look for that next generation, where are they? And they still haven't shown up because there isn't a next generation And that's the thing Like I mean I never knew What it was like In anime or manga In the otaha stuff But like When it came to fashion Or music Or those kind of things It was like There's some people But they were They're never Like there's some Cool fashion brands There's some cool Musicians or whatever Right But they're not as big As the generation Before them Because that generation As exemplified by who? Like for example There's no Puffy Just kidding Well, even Puffy Yeah There's like like Compare compare perfume To Puffy You know Like, Like perfume Trying to do something Like Puffy Right but they're never going to be as big as Puffy was. Although they were, they're they're bigger than I ever expected that they would be, right? But the point is, like you know, Nigo. I've heard of him. Nigo from the Ape. like that's that like that was an incredible phenomenon. But who's the next Nigo? There is no next Nigo. Who's the next Cornelius? There's no next Cornelius. Yeah. Like well, like someone like Shugo Tokumaru who just released his record in uh, New York and who's like amazing and who's like the best musician of his generation is great. But he's like he's not as big as Cornelius ever was, and like that's that's gonna matter. I mean, I feel like the thing is is the genres people are looking
1: to see what's gonna be coming out of music and fashion and and animation. And manga and stuff like that and the, the door is wide open for someone to be that next big star or whatever and to take it to a global level which was only really done unintentionally. I mean did Nigo really go in there with global aspirations of everyone wearing that shit? From I mean the very just, beginning? no no I mean it just lucked into it but I think now it could be controlled in a way that would be very beneficial to a lot of people who want to make money off this thing. But the problem is is there's no one who's able to stand up and be I'm the guy I'm the fucking dude who's gonna lead the uh, direction you have a
0: lot of problems for
1: content you know
0: you have the fact A they have a generation that pretty much like can't even talk to girls anymore isn't particularly creative I mean mean, it's unfair to say but it's kind of like a lot of the creeds creativity in Japan was based off number one competition with the West, which kind of fell apart when Japan caught up. And also this kind of obsession with Western culture in the sense that they had... whatever they're going to make is going to be Japanese, right? But they're going to like be influenced by all these new ideas. But once Japanese culture got so big in the 90s for Japanese people, then, then the generation now just grew up on Japanese culture, and so when they make Japanese culture, they're just repeating the loop, right? They're just taking these clichés and making them instead of like not to say you need western culture to make eastern culture but like the conflict was interesting right
1: well there was always a
0: sense of this is a loaded word but
1: inferiority that the own home home brewed Japanese culture was inferior to the western ideal right and there's that sense is not really the case anymore because this whole cool Japan thing has got everyone fucking high on their own supply Totally, totally totally but I feel like this is not necessarily a bad thing because the door is wide open for some With a vision and a talent and a a, a strong staff, you know, and a gym show behind it to seize the day, as it were. Whether that's going to be perfume or six percent Doki Doki or whoever, I don't know. But the state, everyone's waiting. We're all fucking waiting for the next big thing. And personally, I think it's going to be kawaii culture. Domo kun being set up at Target. There's a whole domo kun. What do you mean by kawaii culture? You just mean cute stuff. Cute stuff. Yeah. Otaku stuff can only. Otaku. Everyone. Yeah. Well, the Pokemon generation. Kids in America grew up it's on like Pokemon. 20, character like roles. cute character culture and guys a little bit. You don't think it's there yet? In the US? I think it's going towards um, a mass market in a way where it doesn't have to announce its nationality. This okay. is Dome-kun is not this cool new crazy thing from Japan. Okay, right. It's just another thing it you know to promote a sale at Target, which is what they're using it right now for. So I don't know how much the branding of Japanese pop culture as a nationalistic thing could even succeed or even needs to happen. I
0: mean, Nintendo was very vaguely branded as Japanese, right? I mean, it was Nintendo.
1: Yeah. but like well, Tanuki Mario, like in Super Mario? Yeah, but they didn't call it Tanuki oh. Mario. They called it Raccoon Mario. No, I it was called
0: Tanuki Mario. Really? Yeah. All my friends
1: thought it was Raccoon. In the instruction manual, I'm pretty sure it's Tanuki? Tanuki Mario. I don't know what fucking Tanuki was. That's, That's why I first heard the word.
0: But the, but the problem, I mean, the thing is you could go you could be a fan of Nintendo without ever knowing who's Japanese a fan of what? of Nintendo okay. when you were like hey, yeah. like in 1986 sure. Sure. They, didn't play fun. Sure. they didn't play it up they <laughs> didn't play it up like when they released the Wii it was like we gentlemen from Japan bring you the Wii you know what I mean like they really played it up and that's the thing it's like it, it does work with both I mean but like a lot of the best Japanese culture you're right it has been kind of snuck in in the back door um, And like, Or it wasn't really being directed
1: on the corporate level. It was basically pockets of weird fans who would form networks around things like music or animation or comics or games. Um, And now that Japan realizes that the market is global, there is a huge opportunity here, and I don't know... Traditionally, when Japanese companies try to set up you know, some sort of thing overseas. going in America. Yeah, it oversees... They fail. ...branch of it. It's a failure and it, then it's sort of embarrassing embarrassment.
0: why it fails, though, is because the market here is so rigged in the sense of, like, you have all the power to make whatever you put out do well, basically. Okay. And, like then when they go to America it's super competitive they have no idea how to deal with that kind of competition and they have no idea for the cultural context that they need to sell
1: my own product. experience is largely the sense that it is um, just a huge culture gap between the way business is done in America and the US that's been my experience from seeing that end of it but I know less about the market here than
0: you do so I mean I think that some of, some of them what I worry about is the Japanese market is in decline in terms of numbers like with Auntie man and music and any of this book, stuff right book and magazine circulation yeah now. totally I mean, every every yes. kind of cultural field you look at it, yeah. the question is when does that breed creativity and a lot of times because within a company let's say you have artists A, B and C and they're A is super mass and C is super niche when the market's big and you have more and more niche sales because the market's big mm-hmm. you can really you, you can cultivate artist C but when when the market becomes super mass oriented because you need big hits to basically sustain yourself C gets cut B is given a minor chance and then A is the one who's pushed right so within these big companies you have to stop allowing niche artists even get in the door really uh-huh. Uh-huh. and so what was interesting about Japan was not that they had a bunch of niche interesting culture it was that they were putting out this niche culture and then making it sell really well so like Puffy in some ways was like kind of a fluke I mean it was it was Jellyfish. I mean, it was ELO references and jellyfish and Beatles. They, they put out the second single in mono. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, they, it's, we it's music for music dorks. It's music. It's music for music dorks. Yeah. that would never be made now because that kind of music would never catch a mass audience. And, and so it's got it's got to be this bad J-pop sounding stuff in order to even put it out. So like, there's the problem. So like, the companies themselves are self-censoring creativity because they know okay. it doesn't work. Okay. It doesn't sell anymore. And especially with especially with this generation Y, which is the most insular generation in a long time in Japan because they're not interested in the West. Mm-hmm. When you look at people like Nigo and Cornelius and all these in Puffy I mean, well, at least I don't know about Okutomio but like well, all those he claims of, he likes the Beatles. But the point is they all were obsessed with Western music or Western or whatever, right? So they're they never were interested in even what they're doing themselves they always thought it was like an inferior hop, uh-huh, uh-huh, right Yeah. so like because of that well how do you think these you know someone
1: at a record company is going to feel when they go on the internet and they see like American fans going oh my god this visual band is great this indie's band is great the politics are great everyone's fucking great Kotakumi's great I mean when they see that they must feel like there must be no doubt in their minds that they're doing the right thing right, and, right. You know, um, are people just kind of supporting the wrong aspects of Japanese pop pop cultures have just become like a giant tap that no one is no. wants to turn off or be critical about that's hard it's all good because it's all cool japan yeah
0: i mean i i think when i started first getting into japan when you discovered japan when i found when i when i uh, was on ship the ship okay and, Black and we, ship. we saw it coming on the horizon With the big start. beard um no, I think when I got into Japan, like, at 17 or whatever, like, oh, I was listening to Speed and Amaro Namie and, like, a lot of stuff that... Entry-level J-pop. Yeah. Entry-level J-pop that's not very good, right? Like, but you we were listening, you were digging it? Yeah. Like, really? And, like, the weird thing is I... You never wrote about this on your blog. I, have, I kind of have oblique references to it. Um, I mean, I come... I, at nine, knew all the lyrics to... In the, the world as we know and I feel 5RM yeah. so sure. I, was, I came from extremely like dogmatically indie alternative kind of scene but then I was listening to all this J-pop stuff were
1: right? you listening to J-pop stuff because it was accessible or because it was Japanese or because I, were was, you
0: laughing was, at it no 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 because it was Japanese and it was like nostalgic and since I had been to Japan okay. and it was like different I mean it's, I liked Puffy and like My Little Lover and Judy and Mary and stuff that was a little bit crazy J-pop more than like straight J-pop stuff but still like I was pretty open to all of that. I mean, I, I, I don't think it's a bad thing for any, like, entry-level Japan culture fan uh-huh. to, yeah. like, get so... like, uh, what do we say? To like, like, like everything? Is okay. it? No, I, think, I think liking everything is fine, but then the question is, like, what's the long... you know... At some point you start saying, okay, this isn't very good and this stuff's better. Uh, and it's it's better, the better stuff is right. up so the point is like if, if you're like deer and grays you know like man you know, why not go overseas right but then the th- problem is like here's the other thing so I, I'm convinced that the whole Japan cool thing if it were just obviously otaku culture is where all the money is right theoretically like like whatever bathing ape cells or whatever like Murakami Takashi does it's, it's, peanuts, the real, compared that, to it's, it's peanuts but like I still think that that top line that like the elite culture stuff is what brands the whole thing as cool. For example, is elite culture. Oh. For example, elite culture. Just like, or, like, with everything I just mentioned, like Pizzicato Pie, well, the, the way they were in the 90s. I mean, they sold a lot of records, but they're, you know, on Matador and, like, you know, get used in fashion documentaries and stuff. And, like, you know, Cornelius. We're talking high-end Japanese. keep Murakami, school. yeah. I think the high-end is what branded is as cool, and then it okay. filters
1: down into the, um, okay. the, the Targets and the Walmarts of the world.
0: Exactly. And so, okay. like, what I think taco stuff is obviously where all the money is but that can't take over the Japan brand too much or otherwise it's just like oh value stuff is uncool uh-huh. because it associates with all these quote unquote uncool yeah mass, mass culture so maybe that's like in a really old way of looking at it but um, my worry is that you need a constant refresh of the people <coughs> that impress people in the media that impress people in metropolitan areas to keep the brand cool and then you keep selling like if, if Japan was like an, a, a corporation you want what, two, two lines? you want two tiers you know, you want to, the, the deluxe brand and then the uh,
1: the cheapo plastic ones for the little kids um,
0: I'm worried about the deluxe brand
1: having much new to offer well we're selling it at Mario one jp we got wooden Godzilla's going for like four thousand dollars that. that's not elite, I don't know what is. Well,
0: come on over. <clears throat> I mean, I think it's great. I mean, I. I don't really have any personal association with otaku culture, but I think the fact that it's so big is great. The fact that you have so many kids learning Japanese and getting into Japanese culture is amazing. Like, who can complain, right? Uh-huh. And Japanese companies are profiting from all this. Like, but they need a new fucking hit. They need
1: a new hit really bad, because the stuff that's really big in America well, I think it's is a few years old now, and there's nothing on the horizon that...
0: I think it's the CD effect, right? Like, when DVDs came out, everyone... You know, they, they sold they sold really well because everybody went and bought the back catalog of all the records. Okay. Yeah. So Before, what? Sure. So what's happening now is every old title in Japan they finally have translated in English and they put out. So Not all like, of them, wow. but yeah, okay. But then when then once you've done that, where do you go? And you have to rely on what's new. And what's new in Japan isn't particularly is good.
1: New challenge for Japan as far as the otaku market is concerned. Is um, the success of things like Naruto or Death Note, um, in terms of like being merchandising juggernauts, mm-hmm. has uh, sort of pissed off—not pissed off, but internally—some television networks that traditionally show a lot of anime, at the Cartoon Network, have sort of are cutting down on anime because they want to create their own IP. They look at things like Spongebob and they go, we want, we want, we we don't want to give our money to some crazy Japanese people anymore. Right. You know, we don't want to have to share this stuff. And so, the market's drying up. Cartoon Network had this thing called Toonami that lasted for nine years and that's how things like Sailor Moon or Dragon Ball Z got to start in America, Gundam Wing. Mm-hmm. And they cut it. It's gone. They took that's it off the, the air. By
0: the way, those incompre- incomprehensible show. They're it. all
1: incomprehensible to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we consider to be the peak of Otaku, culture of being a global thing, at the very peak of it, the Cartoon Network has now pulled the plug and reduced it just down to Naruto, which is kind of shocking to me.
0: They didn't throw it on a, on a sister network or something? It's basically,
1: it's a, it's a cartoon war. Okay. It's the a cartoon war, war
0: between or, the the and
1: America and the U.S. Rome? Yeah, well, then called, I remember hearing a few years ago that people in the industry weren't calling it anime, they were calling it enemy. This is not a joke. Wow and so there were rumblings about this a few years back but now it's straight up like they pulled the plug I mean literally they took that shit off the air hmm. and it's not because even though the, the ratings were, were great for some of those shows and the merchandise is still on the, the shelves, so this is not necessarily going to be a good thing for anyone who's invested in it you know what I mean no, that doesn't sound good no it's an awful gamble because they're guaranteed to make a certain amount of uh, profit or get a certain amount of ratings but they really want to gamble and try to create the next bunch. So where does that leave Japan? I
0: think I don't know
1: with the door closed shut just as we all think I don't
0: I mean they can't close it
1: all the way though you know
0: and the other thing is yeah I don't know they can't
1: close it all the way well stuff doesn't sell as well unless it's on TV unless there's an anime attached to it it's just like there's a huge gap between what we call you know hit and like stuff that's just available widely available like at the bookstore at the video store huge the numbers are just it's a and there's only a handful of the big hits so you can close the door to a certain Wait, degree and really know, cut off in giant oh, yeah. profits what's that when did Naruto start wow. in Japan Jesus Christ I don't know like
0: five or six years ago I don't okay. have an exact figure but it's figure. pretty much real time right well, to a certain degree time. there's a
1: gap it, there's, they're trying to catch up but um, it's not that big
0: it's not like they're just starting to do drive on something and they have to go back it's like, pretty big years.
1: it's still it's still hanging in there so I, don't do want, I, don't, I don't know how much more I know about it than that or I'm at liberty to talk about it.
0: But, no, I'm just, I'm really interested in this, this idea of, yeah, and how... Well, doesn't Japan have a new otaku
1: prime minister? Do you want to talk about that a little bit?
0: Yeah, but he's... uh everyone believes
1: it everyone in America all the Jap- Japanese pop culture bloggers are like oh Asos
0: the otaku prime minister he loves manga you know this is a great thing for Japan like when Abe became prime minister I had this kind of you know John Arbuckle became when uh I had this kind of like you know right wing paranoid freak out oh okay but then you realize like these guys can't do change anything because Japan's not ruled by like politicians right so like these guys are just figuring Heads, and maybe yeah. I mean, like I'm sure someone who actually knows something about political science will debate the nuances of that. But like, great, also as prime minister, Japan will not change. You know, like I, I just, I, I it's hard to get really either happy or not about it I mean, You don't believe kind of, in change, is that what you're trying to say? I don't believe in that kind of political change from elected politicians. I mean, at least in Japan. Yeah. No, I mean in Japan, it's not about the world. I mean, I think Obama, if he wins, will change the U.S. in a lot of different ways. You won't. But, but will definitely change the American narrative. Uh-huh. Now, the thing about Assad that no one talks about is like he's the most elite person to be prime minister in a long time. I mean, Abe was pretty elite too, but this guy's sister's like married in the royal family. Uh-huh. I mean, he's mobbed up. He's not. <laughs> no. no, I don't think that's that's what I've used. But it's just kind of like. A I don't know. Princess Diana's brother okay. became. You know what I mean? Like. Lord. Well, that, I don't even, That's yeah. not even a good comparison. But I don't know. I don't care. I think there was some point where I could have some kind of faux outrage about right-wing politicians, and I just I feel over it. Yeah, but the
1: image is like they're they're trying to sell overseas. Is like, oh, okay, you love anime, you love manga. Well, here's the wacky new Otaku Prime Minister.
0: Well, I think his. I mean, what's interesting about him is he's like. Oh, you know, I love Japan. Japan's great, which is fine. Um, but it's. I don't feel like it's even a new thing I feel like it's someone who's extremely privileged and is like why don't people love Japan which is great I feel like that's an honest thing because if you're at the top of the hierarchy in Japan Japan's great like you know what I mean for anyone else there's it's, it's more questionable what well, I hear from people is, like,
1: not to harp on the otaku thing, but, you know, I mean, every fucking oyaji oh, yeah, of that generation
0: reads manga or read yeah. manga, you know? I mean, if reading manga makes you an otaku, that's a pretty low standard, right? It's like, if you've ever read a magazine, wow, you're a hippie, man. <laughs>
1: like, it doesn't make any sense. So you think business as usual, as far as Japan goes, with a new guy, even in the front uh,
0: seat? I would be surprised if anything was really very different. So we just The only see- thing that can happen is our consumption tax is going to go off, uh, right. and people buy even less. Jesus Christ that's a scary thought yeah I mean I don't know I mean here's the question that I kind of wanted to get, get to you it's like cause I feel like we're both in the same boat which is that if if the black ship you if there's not that much new going on which I think most people agree to to a certain degree whether it's zero or two or one uh-huh. it's not a hundred right so, but yeah. Like, uh, I feel like okay. I and you as well have kind of gone back to the past to find I've never really left it um, but I feel like I keep going I'm more interested now about the development of Japanese pop culture uh-huh. about like kind of figuring out how this art works from the post-war the culture Machine. like yeah I'm interested in that because it basically lets me get off the hook of being like this is the hottest new thing like I'm, I can well hottest new thing is, the thing, thing is usually like you know
1: like this big and like is popular for like this a week this big is this big well I mean it's, it's tiny it's like yeah. the size of like a, a Cheeto okay right. and it's it's big for one week it's the speed of you know consumption here is so fast that the hot new thing is totally literally not interesting a week later and it's only moderately interesting you
0: know yeah but if you're in blog that's. I mean, that, that that fits perfectly though in like the American blog paradigm. So like, if you're a blogger, you're trying to get people, and you have something to update stuff. about every yeah. day, with. which is great. I just I feel like that stuff's so uh, unbelievably inconsequential <laughs> that it's like why even talk about it? But okay. to me, the new story this is wasn't happening so much is um, the cultural
1: flow between Japan and the U. S. in the field of pop culture.
0: But, you're, but I think
1: it's moved to a new level. You know, even if you can laugh and say how lame it is that the Kano sisters went to an animation convention. Mentioned in Baltimore, that is something very fucking new. And oh, yeah, yeah. New paradigms will come out as a result uh, of
0: that. I think it's, it's
1: new. This has been going on for ten years now. And that's an interesting story, but but again, you know, But that's happening on every field. You know, Baby the Stars Shine Bright is opening a, a physical store in America. You know what I mean? Like, I think you, to keep your eye on just what's happening in Japan is, you know, it's it's not enough now. That's, and to just keep your true. eyes on what's going on in America is not enough. It's it's a global thing now and the development is you know it's kind of left the s but your job which you're doing quite
0: well is that you're reporting on that in America because you live in America for someone in Japan the problem is like I'm my job's supposed to be reporting on what is going on here and the thing is like there's only so much I can write about nothing going on here and like I would feel like this is some weird personal bias except for I just keep reading these articles over and over again about like what young people don't do instead of what they do do like for example what don't they do they don't the drink they surprises. don't smoke okay. they don't have sex or what we just talked about. So, like, if it were, like, Japanese youth, they're doing this crazy thing, and we... Like, Dressing the, up like Fonzie and doing the peppermint yeah, twist. Yeah, like, that's the classic story, right? It's, like, Japanese Raki youth Japanese acting style. out. And, like, now it's, like, they're not acting at all because acting out is out. And, like... <laughs> And how did that happen it, okay I think
1: the question is like really that's why maybe we're looking to the past to see what went wrong
0: well what happened I mean my half of my <coughs> half of the reason I think is that J- that culture in Japan equals consumer culture okay. that there's no culture outside of culture is capital it's a o- great idea outside sure. of consumerism it's very right? airtight and like it goes back to also my orthopraxy versus orthodoxy idea is that like please see page 24 can, we get, can of my you get the orthopraxy for dummies we can whip that out right now but the idea like Let's like I was Matt all about this today too. It's like, you know, if you're a skier in Japan you have to dress like a skier, you have to have perfect gear. And, and it really does go back to the idea of like to be a skier you have to consume like a skier. You're not, it doesn't matter how much you ski or not. you have to be the role. Yeah you're playing the role. you playing the role and playing the role requires, requires requires buying new things. It doesn't mean being DIY, it doesn't mean patching up old stuff, it means having all the new stuff. So the problem is when then when you have an economy that's tanking, people, hey, people can't buy anything and therefore they can't be anything. And they can't participate in culture without buying stuff. And, and the magazine's response to this hasn't been okay. Let's like make culture non-consumer. They're just saying, oh, buy cheaper things or buy Uniqlo. You know, right? But let's like, all buy it's still the same buy by buy, buy, buy. because yeah. the whole because the media here is not about reporting things to consumers. It's about selling things to consumers.
1: So. Um this kinda comes down to the question of authenticity for me, because ideas like okay, punk rock, you think of in America or San Francisco like a like a you know, gutter punk, swatter kinda level. The punk here in Japan is something you literally do buy off the rack and you see pictures in the magazines of street snaps of people who are like meticulous meticulously punk. constructed
0: punk. But even I would say like Japanese version of punk is like me you and know, the Yankee or whatever, right? They're like a low class delinquent like level. Like Lincoln, right, right? Yeah. Those guys are even lo- like per- Perfectly low class, belief, right? Like they, they know how to consume perfectly. At, to be a, a uh, working class Yeah. Liquid. But one thing about Dave Barry goes to Japan was his mocking
1: of Japanese youth for being studiously rebellious. Right, right. And
0: <sighs> um, which is which I would say is a completely Western biased criticism. So you're saying those kids are punk, and I'm just well, like I'm saying that I, mean, I don't I don't personally agree, but like from an objective standpoint, those like. Us judging somebody on on their, how would you say, intentions opposed to their external, actual practice of what they're doing is a clearly Western
1: bias. Okay, to be honest, I don't know what I was trying to say except that, um... Jeremy's points. The role needs to be fulfilled here and done to a T, right? I don't really see that changing anytime I can't soon. can't change. That's like, but I mean, the authenticity here is always in question. You know, I mean, it's like if your clothes are meticulously, perfectly punk. I mean, the idea is like, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Um, the credibility gap here is less of a problem or more of a problem as.
0: Well, it's not a problem, problem at, at all. Okay. But the, but then the problem becomes if you can't fulfill your role yeah. through buying stuff, then you can't fill. Okay. Any the
1: roles. whole idea is like if you're like a fucking punk in San Francisco, you're wearing the same shit all the time. Right. You're squatting in it. You know. You're living in it, and you don't have to pay three hundred dollars at like Sex Pot Revenge to get that look. Mm. You simply acquire that right. authenticity through simply through this process called living. Right. It. Okay, or so you maybe attitude. That's true. Maybe we will have. Maybe that will come back as a result of like I'm people sure there not are being able.
0: So aren't punk
1: right? as a result of not being able to access the correct brands.
0: Maybe some authenticity will come through the gate. I think the problem is that Japanese pop culture is fundamentally based on that consumer idea. Like, there's no year zero, right? There's no like time you can go back to when consumer culture, like when youth culture was a consumer culture. Like maybe in the twenties. Entire. All these rich delinquent drop-out kids, right? And their whole thing was like, "Yeah, we, we like to party on boats." I mean, it was, and it was just like the show-off, like, "Look how like, how look how we're rich and we don't have to do what everyone else does." It was, I mean, it was kind of bad-boy okay. Reaganism, kind of, you know, in the '50s. Like, youth culture not being consumer culture in Japan. Hmm. So, how do you? I mean, how do you get away around that? and like I think one, it, it like raise the economy to the point where people no
1: longer can um, look to consumerism as a way to you know' as a way to create culture <laughs> you see what I'm saying <clears throat> maybe I, think, I, think that I could think break we're part. there
0: I think we're there that's but the problem is when does like let's say you're a band, and you're like we want to play a gig, right you have to go to these rock clubs that everyone pays25 dollars to get into and you have to pay if Twenty-five people don't come to see your band. You have to pay them, so it's like everything's based off the revolving money. Uh-huh. So if money is taken out, nothing works. You can't just throw a show like in your parents' garage, or you know, and like I feel charge that, no money for it. Like that, that doesn't exist. I feel Tokyo. like there's a lot of opportunity. I feel that
1: this this could be a really good thing. This this long fucking recession and the wheels of the culture industry slowing down and lameness taking over. I really feel that you know there has to be some sort of I don't call it a
0: backlash. But something's gotta come no, out. No, no. I think what what you're seeing right now is the backlash, and that's to do nothing. <laughs> and that's you people, people are gonna get that's bored. People are going to get not bored. bored. They will get bored. They're not bored because they're just like you can just go to a manga cafe and read manga, and you know it's really cheap. Or use the internet. You can just talk to your friends and drink kappoju, you know, or maybe one can, but not get drunk. Like it's really boring. People will get bored. I really think. Or like can't, boredom does not
1: sustained itself for an infinite amount of time It's well, just interesting not too in the human
0: condition you know? I meet I meet like young women in the like early really? 20s right? Can you introduce me to something and uh, I was talking to some one girl like what kind of music you like she's like yeah Glay and it's like they're not even bored with the old bands like they're like yeah is great we don't, we don't need any new bands Just we'll just like Glay and like if you look at what young the music young people like they like all these old bands because like they don't even need new music but it's going to get boring it may be a I'm generational bored. thing I'm bored I mean but I it may we may be between the two great ages I don't know I I okay I'm, I'm totally optimistic about one things. area where it seems like people are spending minimal money and creating culture is on the web but it's such a negative culture right it's oh like, just everyone just just like being Koreans. yeah or just yeah. like flaming me like oh my god I can't yeah. believe you put too much meat on that bowl of yudon, I wanted you I not know? want to fucking kill
1: him arg <laughs> yeah or like Nico Nico Dogo comments which are just yeah you know, but lines it's free basically okay. right you so, feel like you're participating
0: yeah in some kind of culture and you're, you're doing something it's
1: all, but it's all anonymous. But it's, it's inconsequential all. and there's no um, investment.
0: And also, you... But you also don't make a personal role for yourself, right? You participate without... Anonymously. Anonymously. I mean, I, I, I can't say that that's great. It's it's pretty bad on its own level, too. But that is... Hey, that's non-commercial. But I mean, you see what I'm saying is you even you have to admit that there is a possibility there
1: for some sort of criticism or some sort of... I call it a backlash. This sounds like this is so old-fashioned. I think that it has to be like an alternative to, you know, a subculture to mass culture. I mean, this is like a, such a 20th century idea. Well, not 20th. It's, it's Western.
0: Really? I and mean, I think I
1: mean, he, the Japanese love the word subculture. Everyone you know, loves to say subculture no, like, here. There's definitely, like...
0: like Like, Bianchi originally were subculture, right? Like, in the sense that they were this... Blanket. Delinquent. That's yeah. delinquent subculture. They're delinquent subculture. But the point is, then they became a part of the consumer framework. So now you, like, if you're a 22-year-old divorced mother of two who works in the Kabakura, you have your own magazine. And, like, the problem is, then they're say, then they, Then the whole thing is, like, to be a proper 22-year-old divorced mother of two woman who works in the Kavikura, you have to buy these brands. Like, it all becomes in a consumer context. Yeah, but again. when people can't afford can't go it anymore. Out. Or they... When you go out, it just becomes not as flashy and interesting. So, I mean, maybe to a 23-year-old kid right now, they feel like life is great and, like... Everything's taken care of. Like, making no money and not drinking not smoking and not doing drugs and not... There's, know, not a need,
1: there's not a need for aspiration or...
0: For yeah. The other thing is they have no goals, no dreams, nothing. They just want to avoid the excess use of energy. That's really, like, the life goal is, like, to get around anything mindoksa, like, anything annoying. Okay, I mean,
1: uh, you know, Izumi's theory is that this is the result of being raised by a previous generation of um, people who, adults who experienced the collapse of the counterculture here in Japan. That's kind of her big theory is that I mean not unrelated yeah that, that this generation of parents who came out of the 60s and 70s raised their kids to just don't you know well it was a failure don't fight don't uh, you know just have a good life just try to you know keep it a small scale you're not going to change the world so well, just like the counter-culture in the might as well you know be okay and take care of yourself and the in the 60s play the game in
0: and what so, sense in the sense that it John radically changed the, the John Lennon, Lennon museum inside them, right? that's true that's proof, proof no like it, it radically changed culture right like Japanese counterculture yeah, okay like watch Mad Men or something right it's like it's like Japan now it's like the, in the office all the women are, have uniforms and like it's all straight like society is just like this it's like a blondie cartoon right it's just this super straight 50s like America's perfect blah 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 and then the 60s come along and blows all that away and now you start having like ads from big companies trying to sell you stuff in a countercultural way like that and it's still exist to this day like this whole idea of like all those 60s ideas are still embedded in the cultural DNA yeah but they have been, they've been assimilated in, 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 in the 60s they've been assimilated and that's what success was right in the 60s it was just like there's this counterculture that was Marxist it wasn't even like has, it, none of the things that we think about counterculture it was, just, it was just angry and violent and Marxist and they squashed it and then it was like oh I guess it doesn't work and then they blacklisted everybody who participated so it wasn't even like like if you were a radical in the 60s like a lot of those guys are in politics now in the US or like a lot of them are in companies and they've done stuff but like they squashed it the the counterculture in in Japan at least the leftists all self-destructed they all killed each other and then they were squashed and blacklisted and it was just like so it had the whole point was yeah that was a failure it was a 100% failure where in in America you could it wasn't they didn't win it's like like, Vietnam we pulled out in 69 we pulled out to 75 but it's like you could still point this stuff saying that it went too far I mean Manson and Altamont and all that stuff like it went too far but still you could point to parts of the 60s and look at our culture now and it's clearly related okay um, I guess when it comes to I don't
1: call it a lack of culture, but when you have economic hardship, you know, kind of weird shit begins to happen. And um, there were those, the guy, remember the working poor, who went bananas in Nakihabura and ran people over, should have drawn attention to a deeper crisis in Japanese society, which is basically like kind of indentured slavery in some cases but failed to do so, I don't know. I mean, I really feel like there's so many, there's so many different battles that could be brewing out there right now. Okay, you know, no, you're right. Things I mean, are fermenting, some sort of just, uh, anti-authoritarian...
0: Absolutely, I mean, you
1: have, uh, It's like, all there. The it's the all class. waiting, just, for someone's waiting to throw the switch.
0: Yes, but, I don't think that, I don't think it'll have a big impact on pop culture, because everyone's idea of pop culture is consumerism. Like, That's what I'm saying. It's not that Japan doesn't have right conditions for creating alternative cultures. It's just that those won't be reflected in what we think of as pop culture, because Because pop culture is consumerism. They're not. It's not that pop culture is consumeristic or you know commercial. It's that it is. Pop culture cannot exist without being consumer culture, and that's way stronger here. Like. Music culture right now in Japan, I think, is just massively depressed, and I think half of it's not because people don't like music, it's because they don't buy music. Where in the U.S., I feel like, even though everyone rips off CDs and downloads them on RapidShare or whatever, it's Uh. like they're still listening to music and talking about music, and and like there's a dialogue. There's no dialogue here about music anymore.
1: I didn't know it was that bad The music scene out there. I mean, everyone I talk to is a little bit bored to (laughs) be honest everyone means like I don't know how to say it any nicer than
0: that and the other other big thing is that like the way that Japanese culture transmitted across the generations was that the stars of one generation found the next stars and they they brought them up that was always how it worked about Senpai Kouhai yeah totally and like so all the members of YMO all produced all these bands that all became the next generation or whatever. and then you know like Takahashi from Waymo produced Salon Music and Salon Music found Cornelius and Cornelius found Citrus and you know like blah 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 Margo Grime but uh, the problem is like all those guys all had one thing in common and that kids now don't which is that they all grew up only on western music. They hated Japanese stuff and there was a snobbery and this kind of elitism in the fact that we listen to western music You, the masses listen to J-Bob uh-huh, uh-huh. but the problem is they became so successful and so good at making their own version of western music that kids growing up who wanted to listen to cool music could listen to Japanese music. So then they listen to Japanese music, and then their older generation then they make music that sounds like that Japanese music, and then that older generation says, "Why are you making this?" stuff that sounds like japanese music this is awful so there's this big discord and because they won't bring anyone up there's like this wall that no one can break through and that's like and when you talk to like even in, the, in fashion too when you talk to the nigo or Jonio or like Jodyo. takashi Jun or all those guys and say is there like a young japanese brand you think is cool they'll be like no i know i know i mean i Had
1: this experience the other day. I'm like, okay, what's going on? What's exciting? Tell me something. And everyone's like, nothing. This is it. Yeah. This is it. This is where this is where the party's at. Yeah, it's not. I'm like, have you heard about this? They're like, what? Huh? No, I don't know about that. Yeah, exactly. And that's in there.
0: You know fucking. No, no, no. Do they Um, And here's
1: what I'm wondering. It's like, uh, do they believe it, or they just wanna? They're like Colonel Sanders. They don't wanna talk about anyone's chicken except their own. I think it's which is it.
0: But I think I like when I talk to people about like, or I talk to some older musician. I'd be like, nothing interesting is going on. Yeah, he'll be grumbling that. I'll be like, oh. Have you heard Shugo Tokumaru or something? like I don't know who that is Yeah but yeah. like I get this all the time now the thing I don't is understand But the other thing is There's so many more bands now Right Like I think in the 80s There was probably only like 50 bands at any time I mean, maybe not 50 But like There's a really a small limited number, finite amount of people You mean making and selling product stuff. Yeah Okay and, and now it's like Let's say you want to find This one needle in a haystack Like why would some 40 year old guy have done that Like it should be at his feet
1: Okay, so also resentment I'm seeing out of the fashion world right now is um, towards the kind of um, invasion of international brands into the territory of Harajuku, like H&M is opening when, end of the month?
0: Oh, yeah, uh, no, in uh, November 8th or something I like mean, that. and how
1: that's going to impact... Whatever remains of this sort of indie's brand ideal of art, okay. I don't think so. so then again, we begin to have another place where something could happen. We have a, a, another possible conflict. It's you know I think that's where real culture comes from is out of conflict to a certain degree. No, I think most of um, yeah. so. Again, I on one hand, everyone seems bored and kind of, like, upset vaguely dissatisfied. It's not like a blasé kind of boredom where I'm just fucking bored, blah, blah, blah. It's kind of like we have to... At least in the fast world, I'm seeing people that want to step up their game a little bit, but not as a unified movement, but as a, like, we have to give, you know, 126%.
0: But, like... We have The to. one brand right now that's doing extremely well in Japan is Uniqlo. So I wouldn't blame it on H&M, you know? Like, <laughs> Unico is like, they, they're like, they're up 20% a month in revenue or something. It's just like, hey man, I, I bought some underwear there. Right. I mean, it's it's half Uniqlo being smart and doing well, but it's also that people don't have any money and like, they need to buy clothes. And like, Unico is where they go. So don't like, H&M will be another Uniqlo, but it's not like that idea of cheap mass fashion is, is only foreign. Yeah, but what else is in hard Harajuku now? Gap? And, uh... Yeah, so but, the you, I mean, but if you go to for it, there's still, like, 80 billion small, interesting Japanese brands. Like... You find them interesting? Yeah, I know. I okay. mean, I, I do. I mean, I... I, I I'm still what I still think is cool about Japan is you go to these select stores like United Arrows or Beams or Ships or something and they'll have like these small boutique Japanese brands that only make like 10 products every season but they're really cool and really unique and if you buy a jacket you know no one else has that jacket and they're priced reasonably well and uh, because they don't just make mass stuff they make cuts and it's interesting and so like I still feel that Japan, these small brands are great, but whether these small brands can take that business and turn it into their own, like, bathing empire or something, I Uh seriously doubt that. It just always stays at a small level. Now, as like someone who grew up on that indie's aesthetic, like that's an amazing thing, right? Like all these small, a limited edition, yeah, but like final single. And you realize like why? Like when I was a kid, you were always like why did this band like suddenly get so commercial? And then you realize like they, they've done four albums of selling mediocre, and realizing that like they're 30, 35. Like what are they gonna do with their lives? Are you talking like, about REM basically? right Yeah, now? but I was thinking REM. Like how <laughs> many more eight? How many more albums could they make of like mumbley jangle you know, pop? Django pop. Right, and they also like. Before I think we get you, a real producer, but also I think you get to a real point where you're like, you know what? Why aren't we as good as the Beatles? So, like, let's try aim, to for the top. aim for the top, aim for the top, and see top. what we can do. And like, so like, there's something great about all these indie bands staying indie, right? But obviously, like, anyone in that position wants to actually get bigger. But I don't know how possible that is here anymore.
1: Okay, this this is sort of kind of related. There's something I was wanted to get into earlier. Is um. Talking about the power of Japanese culture, trying to find what's the spark that creates it, that makes people interested and want it all over the world. And to me it's kind of the level of commitment. Like when I went to the Marui Individual Fashion Expo, I mean basically you have professional stylists you have professional models like the level of attention to detail and the energy that time spent into it is so incredibly high that no one can fucking match it even in America like you see American goth lowly girls trying their best and it's just it is such they are trying but there is such a low level and it's this kind of idea perfectionism absolutely I mean like you'll kill yourself to look that good and that's doesn't do you see that i see jap that, that's a
0: fundamental part of japanese culture it's totally. not going to go away no it's not and it's but but but, uh, but that's the problem is that if you can't be perfect you don't try at all okay so like if you can't buy all the things required to be perfect then you won't
1: try it at all but don't you think there's a certain amount of people who are going to But cultural leaders are those people who will put that kind of time and energy into it you still see a lot of people, despite rumors of the decline of you know gothic Lolita culture in Harajuku.
0: You still see a lot of people who look great yeah, fucking absolutely. great walking around. You know. I was on, yeah. I mean, I, I think I walked around, walked around the wrong areas because I was on Dori like last week, and It was a billion goth boys. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah,
1: I don't. yeah. there, there are rumors out there, but I don't. Everyone that hear the how story you hear yeah. in the Tokyo most of all is people saying, "Oh, it's over. It's boring." I mean, people say that, but then I don't know whether it's just my my round Western eyes or something. But I always find exceptions to it. <clears throat> Would like to believe that those. The rule, but um, you know, what I'm saying it's like that perfectionism, I Japanese think that perfectionism culture, is great in Japanese culture is but, not really going to go away, and that's what makes it so fucking cool. But I just see it here are people who've dedicated,
0: but they've dedicated with money, too. And that's that's <laughs> and, and I mean, it's not a joke. It's like, no, but if you take money out of the equation, kids are going to be bored, and they're going to want to do something. They just are. I just know they can't I, do it half-assed because nothing can be done half-assed, which is the great part, but also the the you know, the fatal reliance law. on consumer, like, hey, let's form a rock band, even though I have this cheap guitar and cheap yeah, speaker yeah. in my parents' garage, let's still make a, you know, let's put on a, let's put on a play in our, in our yeah, parents' can't barn, do right? That. Because it can't. Because if you're going to play a rock show, you've got to have a $2,000 Fender Stratocaster. You have to have not only six guitar pedals, but the case for the pedals, like, that perfectly closes and you can, you know.
1: But see, that, that system is obviously, it's got to just be so flawed to everyone, like, on an individual level. You know what I mean? It's like, people have to realize that pretty soon. Soon, in terms of their own daily life, I something something's really fundamentally wrong here. I don't need all this shit. I, I can- think more stuff needs
0: to fail because, like, <laughs> in terms of the, the subcultures I was interested in, like my favorite record stores all went out of business two or three years ago. That's what I think. That was also a sign for me. It's like, well, you know, not like that. I was buying any records there, but like maybe I was part of the problem. Okay. But like, I think people own, they have to see meltdown in front of them first. Okay. And like, all these rock clubs are probably struggling, but they're still open because there's still, you know, 20,000 bands in Tokyo who want to play there and will pay the price. that's the thing is, on the Norima system, if there's 25 people, like, you have to have 25 people come, right? And if they don't come, you pay out of your pocket. So the rock club never has any risk. It's just how much do people want to keep paying for their own... Chance of success, yeah, which is minimal at best, given that they're probably not represented by Johnny's Gym.
1: Shop.
0: Right. So yeah. it's so. I don't know. I mean, I I'm optimistic in a certain way that yes, like this, like disastrous recession could like cause social unrest. Uh-huh. But it's but it's been really dark so far in the sense that it doesn't lend itself to pop cultural phenomenon. It just lends itself to like people on the internet, you know? Or like,
1: okay, just violent outbreaks or people just being generally ill tempered on the internet when they exactly. have no consequences.
0: And like in a really reactionary bad way. Like not even like we hate the system, it's just like we hate Koreans, you know? Like that's not good. That's not like a good direction. So like, I, I don't know, I think two years ago, three years ago, I was massively disappointed that this was all happening. And now I'm just kind of like waiting it out. And like okay. so she, seeing where, I'm like, I have no expectations anymore. Like, I'm interested in seeing where this culture blows goes. Doesn't but really I'm not, matter. But like, I've, I've, because at a certain point in my whole life, my whole, wait, what do we say? My hobbies revolved around Japanese music uh-huh. and things like that. Yeah. But once I stop being bitter about the fact that that was pulled my, under that carpet was pulled then out you moved my here feet
1: and got you know and then you physically moved here and it's you know now you're daily I
0: physically moved here and like even when I moved here there was like all these new young bands okay. I really liked and then like when they came out on their second albums they all sold out and became awful
1: yeah so it was like that's the problem in the UK that's the problem with everyone's second record since I don't know when but everyone's second but, like, record it was now
0: but like every, yeah but like that was like, There were some Disappointing things And then Finally like I just adjusted My hobbies uh-huh. Away from these things So that I wouldn't be bored Or Towards, disappointed Did anymore. you
1: set the Wayback machine For uh, the Showa era To a certain
0: not degree not, I mean not just that But like You know I'm reading a lot of okay. Western literature uh-huh. And I'm just like Doing other stuff Right but like You're not blogging About instant ramen Not yet <laughs> <laughs> But you know uh, So I'm not pers- I'm trying to take My personal disappointment Out of them okay I understand issue I understand. so that I can be objective about uh-huh. it but, um, so objectively speaking yeah, I mean I wrote this essay for this Wyden and Kennedy book that just came out about the development of youth fashion subcultures mm-hmm. And, like, at the end, I'm like, yeah, because, like, what was great about youth culture in the 60s, 70s, or 80s, or whatever, was that it was really delinquent. It was, like, really kids acting out. And w- what you hope is the, the destruction of the consumer culture will lead more yeah. kids back into yeah. that. But I just, I think it's a hard step to take back, because you have to deny the whole idea of pop culture.
1: based nice around consumerism.
0: And- you take money out of the equation, that's for 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 Westerners, like, if someone growing up, like, who didn't have an allowance, not, like, not that I was poor, but just, like, I, I wasn't, like, surrounded with money to spend on a yeah. lot of stuff, just because, like, the way I grew up, but, like, and that didn't mean I couldn't have a band, I couldn't have, be into music, or, like, you know, I was into all I got this it. stuff. yeah, you could, you could participate, you could participate. Somehow. Well, I don't think that's an idea that's really exists here as much. I, I just feel like young people will be bored, and, um... I remain optimistic. But then the other other thing about Japan, there's no more young people, so that that solves the (laughs) the issue, right? Is that, like, this is the lowest amount of young people, like, since, I don't know when, maybe ever. I actually did try to do some, like, demographic uh, number crunching on this, and, like, it is, like, really one of the lowest percents of young people in the population ever. Okay, I mean... and that and that like so if you have a if you have a population that has no young people and like you're a company, why would you make products for young people? We gotta make it's a new culture. Where, young people are niche now, where like in the U.S., like, I think it's still ridiculous, like 25% of people are, I don't want to say statistics, cause I don't know what no, it is. No, like but, statistics. Like, they sound very authoritative. But, uh, because I would just, put, I, I would just make it up, but like, basically, if you compare the number of people who are under 25 in the U.S., it's uh-huh. like, I mean, it's amazingly uh-huh. huge. And they're all playing Xbox probably right now. Where like, in Japan, it's amazingly small now. Okay, um... And what are they doing? Like, yeah, nothing. Well, what are you doing, Mark? So you're working with the Death Star,
1: consumer marketing, you know what I mean, giving the numbers to the man so you can try to push product on the
0: people. Yeah, I, I, you know, if, if anything I did made anyone any money, I would feel good about it. Like, at this point, it's just like, what am I doing? Okay, I mean, so what are some things
1: that we should know about... <coughs> what's happening in Japan right now. Important things, bullet points to consider, and to keep in the back of your mind when you're looking at this funky little country from afar and going, wow, look at all this wacky shit coming out of Japan. It's so cool.
0: Sorry to, like, all the other, like, Japan trend blogs, but, like, this wacky product stuff is, like, it's the end of it. Like, people are reporting on, it's, like, how would you say it? they're reporting on like what the menu is at the, the Titanic like this is the end of all this ridiculous like prod, incremental product innovation like here's new flavor X of this crazy wacky thing like no one cares anymore that whole model is dead and yet everyone keeps reporting on it like it's the most crucial thing to understand in Japan. yeah because Japan keeps generating it like oh my god they came out with a lemon flavor <laughs> like, and then there'll be like a huge blog post about that and these guys are the experts on you know whatever like like that people need to realize that that model is dead. Like, How so? How and like, so? Is that's it dead? like that's that's the thing with the iPhone. Is like the iPhone's not selling like it's not like it's selling billions of iPhones, right? Like, but everyone's seen an iPhone and they realize their old phone sucks now. <laughs> like. The whole, the whole paradigm before the iPhone was the Japanese phones were the best phones and everyone yeah. in Japan knew it. Yeah. And then you see the iPhone and you're like, why does this work so much better? And even if you don't buy one, you feel bad about your own phone now. Like, it just feels like a piece of junk. And the, and, and the solution to the iPhone for all these Japanese phone companies is not like, oh, we better make a model that looks like the iPhone or acts like the iPhone. They, they just say... Better get a toaster in there somewhere, you know, just like we better add some new useless feature gimmick. gimmick. The gimmick culture of nonsense. And that's what yeah, and that's what all this stuff is and I think especially in a recessionary environment where in a new, in the twenty first century, where where people aren't just buying whatever's new because it's new, it's just a dead end. And like to report on all that stuff as if it matters is just it, a waste it, of time. It moves at the same speed as the blogosphere, which makes them kind of you know they're running kind of parallel to each yes.
1: other. which is kind of it's that's a difficult thing to kind of overcome, I think. Which is why they're sort like, of made for each other. Which is like why it's like a it's like a dumb guy and a supermodel or something like that. You
0: know. Which is why like uh-huh. my blogs are not very really yeah. popular. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's just like because you we know, don't blog about we don't blog about daily stuff about what's going on because
1: it's all mm, yeah useless. no
0: no it is well I
1: try to pick up magazines and scan what's interesting and you know but I mean I don't try to per- say that what I do is an accurate picture of anything it's clearly you know dictated by whatever weird 40 something editor is right, right. their vision or, of what I mean, youth culture
0: is the like scariest thing in the world is you feel like it's November right so you buy all the magazines you see what's in them it's all the same it doesn't matter what subculture you look at it's like it's plaid it's like there is some central directive I'm still trying to figure out where it comes from, but like, there's 10 fashion trends that are all in every single uh, magazine, and you realize, like, so if you say, like, hey, in Japan, tartan check is hot, it's not because, like, the kids all went out and bought tartan check, like, it's because there was this central directive, so reporting on that as, just as that fact, like, tartan check is in, it has no value to anybody because you're not getting the context in which it was created, right? Like, from a business or for any of these... From a business standpoint or a sociological standpoint or any of these things, just reporting on the trend itself in Japan is usually just completely worthless. You have to you have to say, is this a trend that came from the business community? Is it a trend that was, came from consumers? Yeah. How, What was the process that created this trend? And that's actually how you learn something about Japan. Okay. Otherwise, it's just window dressing. And oh, it's the gimmick culture of nonsense. Yes, okay. which it continues, and that's the scary thing
1: too. Is that that's what I'm saying? Is it's like there's no end of it. I mean, there's no like, end of it, even though it's, it, the efficiency, uh, the efficacy of it is completely going really, to zero. Really? You mean like when when Kit Kat comes out with a new flavor, it I makes just, a big to-do about it. I just impact not make think, an impact I don't on think sales.
0: it's that. Maybe minorly, but it's just not a big deal. But like, also like you know, phones now are like you have to buy pay full price for phones now some genius decision to make really people pay they can't get a phone for free when you sign up or something like that yes. right okay. so you have to pay like $600 for a phone now and, th- and the solution to that is that no one buys any phones anymore <laughs> so it's like the system cannot sustain itself that's what I'm saying is it's like it, the, machine's, it's, the machine
1: is so creaky now I mean it's clearly controlled by this kind of like faceless you know flaming eyeball in an ivory tower somewhere but I really feel like as the pyramid goes down it's, it's very But then
0: look at the companies who are successful like Mm Uniqlo who is basically saying pay a fifth of what you pay everywhere else for something that's generic Then no one will notice it's Uniqlo. Like it's a brilliant strategy. It's not saying here we're adding we added a stripe to this shirt to buy it. It's saying we're not adding any stripes. We're going to take everything down. Also the power of tie-up.
1: You know that you no yeah, longer have to, you no longer have to go to a weird place in Harajuku to get something designed by
0: someone cool or crazy or yeah no but it's, I mean it's smart There's, I mean they're doing brilliantly but like the companies that are successful don't seem to be the ones that are gimmicky they seem to be okay. the ones that are actually providing services and uh-huh. value to people okay and why all these western people are so still entranced with the gimmicks it's like panty vending machines writ large well not even that like just these business gimmicks that aren't that don't aren't related to sales like and that's the thing is like every couple of like years or every like six months
1: they'll come out with these like top ranked trends you would find it more interesting if these things were making a lot
0: of money it would only following be following the culture be a is capital idea it's only a trend if it makes anyone if it connects with consumers right like if Otaku USA comes out with the like old like the oji special issue and then someone wrote a trend about like, like trend the new trend in Otaku culture is grandpa's like that would not be true unless people actually read it right if it was, if it was a failure then it's not a trend just because you make it doesn't mean it's a trend, and that's the problem. Is everyone, everybody here, like they they report on Japan as if just because a company does it, it's somehow attractive. relevant. Yeah, and it's not. Arrgh. Okay, What if it just
1: makes someone moderately amused for that half a second, they're busily clicking through their daily links. Right.
0: I think we can boil this down to this: is that. Everything sucks. Oh, come on. But it could suck so hard that it's going to be interesting. Yeah, that's how I feel. And that's where, like, that's, I think over the last year, that's where I've come is like, I stopped being whiny about it and just being like, we got to see where this goes because it could go somewhere crazy. Yeah,
1: I think the more you look at the past, the more you see the similar conditions have created new and exciting things.
0: Except the only issue is when you see what has been the result so far of, like, of social breakdown. Whether it's kind of like the rise of right-wing idiots on the channel, or, uh-huh. or mass murder in Akihabara, uh-huh. it's like it's not so pretty so far.
1: Yeah, but I mean, post-war, it wasn't so pretty either.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't want to draw up, up these events and say, "See, the world's ending," uh-huh. but it's uh-huh.
1: like. I just think people will get bored. And out of that, something's got to come. Even though there, I know there is a flaming eyeball on the tower somewhere that's in control of the machine, I, I feel that... I but you know what
0: You know what makes me worry is, like, if you look at Yankee culture or whatever in the 70s, it's like, okay, it's clearly anti-mass culture. It's anti all of the values of, like, proper consumer culture. But at the same time, the reason it developed is because the, young, like, the working class had more and more money than they ever had. So, like, the economy's doing well, so not only do they have, like, these anti-Semitic values, but they have the money to act on it. To get motorcycles, to get clothing, all these yeah. things, right? Like, there's no 50s working class subcultures because, like, what are they going to do? They have no money, they, they barely have they play money with tin to survive. Cans, yeah. yeah. So, like, the problem is that the more and more poor people get, I don't know whether that necessarily leads to... It has to lead to a total rejection of consumer of uh-huh. consumer culture uh-huh. that's within a cultural context, which is <laughs> really difficult. And that's what I'm worried about. Okay.
1: Okay, I'm worried about it too.